Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And welcome to Going Pear-Shaped on AudioEntropy.com, a podcast where we talk about eh, just kind of whatever we feel like. And we got a returning guest today. Everybody, welcome, Beeb. Hi, Beeb. Hey, I'm back after like a year of, since we were talking about pets. Has it been like a year? It, it was. like It was like early last year when I was still looking for a job shortly after I moved to North Carolina. Oh my god, Cause, please cause, yeah, tell like, me you're it, lying. It was like uh, late May, early June, because that was when Tucker had this whole problem with having to go to the vet. And cost me a thousand fucking dollars. Thanks, Tucker. Oh God, you're probably right. Holy yeah. shit! Speaking of it, it's their fourth birthday today. Oh, congratulations on the ferret birthdays. Yep, they got new hammocks. Outstanding. All right, so Beeb, what were you here to talk about? Uh, well, basically because I was away last weekend on vacation, I figured, oh, you guys haven't spoken about like what you do during the summer or anything, so let's talk about vacation spots and stuff. And like, Hell just, yeah. not, not even just vacation, but like also like where you have been to in general because like i mean i'm gonna end up talking about my time spent working in japan which that was kind of vacation kind of not yeah all right you spent well, like hey, uh cool. you spent like what six months over there it was roughly that yeah because i left in late august of 2014 and came back on was it valentine's day yeah valentine's day i think so probably a little over six months i think no that would have been like uh, six months on a the little nose less, yeah a little less yeah, some sometime around that. Basically six months. Yep. So how was your time in Japan, though? It was fun, even though, like, a lot of the time I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, because it turns out it helps if you know the language. Yeah, turns out if you don't speak Japanese, it might be a little difficult yeah. to navigate Japan. <laughs> Maybe. It's actually easy to navigate around Japan in general, just because so much of the signs are in English. Like, I didn't have a problem at all with the trains or anything. Or yeah. just finding my way, even though, like, all the, uh... The streets of Japan are named after, I forget the, uh, damn it, what was it, like, the way it was is, like, there would be, like, 1, 2, 19, and then, like, the town that they was in, it was, like, it was, I think it was, like, the building followed by the road followed by the street or something like that in the town. So, like, my example, like, 1, 2, 19, Shibanishi or whatever it was, was where I lived. That was my apartment. So it was, like, the first building in the second street of the Whatever the fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Excellent. I, I forget, but like, yeah, it, it's not hard to get around there. It's just yeah. that like a lot of it is a little bit weird when, because I took Japanese in college. It's been like only like five years since I had actually t- taken any of it. By the time I moved there, so it's like I don't remember much beyond being able to say, uh, like, my name is Steve. My major is English. That's all I remembered. <laughs> so Out. I got I got a lot of usage out of saying "sumimasen wakarimasen," which was sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> outstanding that actually reminds me of one time when my mom was traveling abroad and she was sitting next to this kid and she asked the kid a question the kid responds in like perfect flawless english i'm sorry ma'am i don't speak english and that was the entirety of the conversation <laughs> yeah. they had I, I think early on when i was even like taking spanish in high school i think one of the first things we learned how to say silly enough was like i'm sorry i don't speak english in Spanish, or like, I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish in Spanish. Outstanding. I mean, honestly, as goofy as it is, that's kind yeah, of... Yeah, it, it, it is useful. Yeah. Because like, otherwise you have, like, when I had to go and renew my internet in Japan, I was just basically saying the words, uh, six months internet, and just, like, broken up just, like, the individual words, because, it's like, I don't know how to say, hi, I need to renew my internet for six months in Japanese. Yeah, God. It's always weird when you have to use, like, weirdly specific language tropes yeah. or language word term thing type things in a foreign language. Like, uh, 
an old friend, family friend of mine was doing some missionary work in Mexico. And while he was doing it, he, he came across something where they needed to plug in like a lamp. But they couldn't figure out the word for electrical outlet. <laughs> and they sat there for like three minutes trying to figure it out. Everybody where everyone was trying to figure it out. And eventually they were just like, fuck it. And it's like, do you know where the plugger inner thing is? And they're like, oh, yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. It's always goofy as hell when shit like that comes up. Yep. Um, also, uh, to your point, uh, my brother actually did like a study abroad program over in Japan. And he had a fairly similar experience to you. Um, he said it was fairly tor- fairly tourist friendly. Yeah, like uh, uh, it was in that October when I was there when my friend. Uh, so weirdly enough, as it worked out, my friend Mark and some of his college buddies were planning a trip to Japan mm-hmm. before I actually started looking into working in Japan. So, oh like, wow! By the, time, really? by the time I told, like, by the time I got the news in that early May that I was got the job and would be moving there, whenever my visa got cleared, which was three and a half months later, turns out. Uh, he told me, like, what the fuck? We're actually going out there to Japan in October, me and my college friends. So I was like, what? How does that work out? So he actually met me there. Like, well, I just got, like, took the train, and we spent, like, ten hours walking around Akihabara with his college buddies. And that was pretty weird, having to more or less navigate everyone that was there. Be like, I don't know my way around Akihabara since that was the first time I've ever been there. But it's weird, considering that I have a history with Mark in particular of being the worst at navigating in general. <laughs> and people like here showing everyone around Japan being like, um, I know basically about, about as much as you guys, but sure, let's do this. <laughs> One-eyed uh, man leading the blind and what have you? Pretty much. But, uh, Excellent. That was the day when we accidentally saw uh, vibrators next to 3DS chargers, so that's the <laughs> man. <laughs> well, you were in Akihabara, right? Yeah, we, we, uh, what store was it? I think it was in the Don Quixote, which is like a big department store uh, yeah. in Japan. Where yeah, it's my- like, yeah. We were just in, like, the electronics segment, just Mark and I, and we're looking at, like, the electronics stuff, and it's like, that's a wall of 3DS charges, and right next to it are vibrators. It's like, those are a bunch of sex toys. Yeah, my older brother definitely had some stories about, like, Akihabara, and just, like, the weird culture shock of, like, going over there and being like, oh, there's just, like, hentai in the 7-Eleven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Different culture and everything, I mean. Yeah. But it's, it's a little bit of a weird thing, especially since, like, also, around that November was when I planned on going to the snow festival that they hold every February in Sapporo. Mm-hmm. And it's only like like $100 on a plane trip that's like an hour to get to the island of Hokkaido to get to Sapporo. And mm-hmm. my sister was like, oh, sweet. I don't actually ask anything for my birthday in October and I haven't asked anything for Christmas. I want to go out to Japan and see Japan and hang out with Steve for like two weeks. And so she ended up going with me to the snow festival. Oh, and wow. That's cool as hell. Yeah, but meanwhile, the entire time I was like, how do I hide the weird pervy parts of Japan from my sister? So is it, was your sister older or younger? She's younger. She's uh, a little less than two years younger than me. Okay. Yeah, because I was born in January 88. She was born in October 89. Okay. But yeah, it was just like this little thing of like, yeah, my sister doesn't really like, at the time, she didn't really like play video games or like watch anime. She kind of does both now, weirdly enough. Because, like, she's got a Wii U to play Splatoon, and also got has a boyfriend who's really into anime, so she's watched some stuff, too. And kind so of into it. So what you're saying is Splatoon is a gateway into total garbage. That's what uh, you're implying there. I mean, I'm playing Splatoon, too, at the moment, I'd say no. <laughs> Fair but, enough. Uh, but uh, it's just, like, a little bit of a weird situation where she knew, like, basically nothing about Japan, and... Or, like, the culture or any of that stuff, but she still was, like, so fascinated with just watching, like, all the little kids be fascinated with, uh... Shit, what's it called? Yokai Watch. 
like because that was like the big thing that was getting popularity there with my students when I was out there teaching, and meanwhile, like all of them wanting their team names and the games we played to be named after characters. Okay, watch is like, uh, sorry, Teacher Steve only knows Jibanyan and Whisper because they're the two big ones. <laughs> like they always like, I want like this team name. It's like, uh, I don't know how you spell that, and also I can't really ask a five year old how you spell that. So how about Jibanyan? Sure. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. But uh, she just got so fascinated watching the kids be obsessed with that. Like, there were people, like, putting on big Yokai Watch, uh, like, shows at Sapporo in the Snow Festival. Oh, my God. You know know what that means, right? You were the equivalent of the teachers that we had growing up who had to deal with, like, the first wave of Pokemon. Yep. Yeah, it's like a a Mary Kegel's comic where she talks about her experience uh, moving to Japan to teach English, where, like, she was there during the height of Splatoon. And she drew a squid on the drawing board, and a lot of the kids were telling the other Japanese teacher, like, Mary Sensei drew Splatoon, and the other teacher's just like, that's nice, I have no fucking idea what you kids talk about, because I'm old. <laughs> that is some weirdly cyclical bullshit, though, holy fuck. Yeah, like, I had that whole experience with my sister learning about Yokai Watch, and then, like, Mary had the whole thing with, it was like, yeah, weird, I, people here like Splatoon, and I don't know how to tell them otherwise, because it's weird. Like, weird trends when you're old. But uh, the Snow Festival itself was cool because, like, well, the thing is that, like, since it was in Japan in general, my sister didn't bring any amount of hiking boots. Even though I told her, you're going to be walking a lot. You need to yeah. in Japan because you're going to be that, walking a lot. And yeah, that was definitely that. one of the things my brother said. He's just like, you don't take buses and cars in Japan. You take trains and then yeah. you walk. And yeah, you will be like, walking. I, t- I took one bus just when I fucked up my train route early on in my days of training for my teaching position, but, like, I was because I just had to take a bus to get there, because otherwise it was too much of a walk, and had to backtrack on the train otherwise. But yeah, yeah you take trains and walk everywhere in Japan. Yeah. But, and then especially, you know, the island of Hokkaido, it actually snowed there, which most of Japan doesn't really snow that much during the winter. So she was just complaining the entire time of having to be out in the cold with, like, her stupid designer snow boots, and it's like, yeah, what do you expect? You're not wearing hiking boots like I am. Yeah, but no, she, you want to wear stomping boots. Yeah. You don't want... Yeah, but, but she still enjoyed it because, like, you know, you have, like, the three sites that the uh, Snow Festival does, where, like, one is, like, kind of like the kid area where they do, like, the little snowman stuff that kids can build and also have a bunch of Yokai Watch shit all over the place. <laughs> uh, the other location of uh, ice sculptures were a lot, of course, because, like, this was, like, a year after Frozen came out. There were tons of Elsas. There were just, like, tons of uh, famous buildings in Japan. And then... The other place where they had, like, the snow sculptures, where they had the gigantic uh, display of Darth Vader and some stormtroopers and a TIE fighter with the uh, Death Star in the background, which was, like, 60-something feet tall and lit up at night. And it was pretty freaking rad, and I have a postcard of it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Uh, my brother went over there right before Metal Gear Solid 4 came out. And I'm trying to remember what movie they watched in theaters because he had a really weird story where they were like they were watching like either a comedy movie or like a movie that had a lot of comedy in it. And he noted that like Japanese people never seem to laugh even at the jokes in the theater. And it was just like dead quiet the whole time. Fuck, what movie was it? It was something noteworthy. Ah, I can't remember. Whatever. I, I mean, I could believe that just because like in Japan, you don't really even talk on the train. Like people look at you if you're talking and. 
this being me with listening to podcasts usually on the train, it would be like, oh shit, I'm gonna end up laughing because Dan Reichert said some fucking bullshit. Great, I'm gonna be looking looked at like a weirdo because I'm the well to begin with, I'm the only American within like miles, but also I'm gonna be laughing on the train. Great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I can believe that they would be like, yeah, like don't bother everybody else at the movie because nobody really wants to bother people in Japan. Like that. Yeah, but it, it was weird because I distinctly remember it being a movie with a bunch of scenes you were supposed to laugh at because it was, it was a comedy scene. And I don't know. Just, again, kind of one of those weird culture shock sort of things, I guess. Yeah. I, I never went and saw a movie when I was in Japan because, like, nothing really came out during that time I was in Japan, really. God, what would it have been? Because it would have had to have been, like, too late 07, early 08. What was a really, like, notable blockbuster that came? Fuck it. I'll do it on my own time. It's gonna bother the hell out of me until I figure out what the fucking movie they saw was, though. Wait, was it The Hangover? It may have actually been. Hmm. Uh, all I um, remember, like, all I remember movie-wise when I was in Japan was that, uh, Japan got this crappy Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movie. No, they did not go and see the crappy Michael Bay Ninja Turtles well, no, movie. Like, that, that, yeah, that was years later. But still, yeah. When, when I was there, that movie came out, and I was like, oh, this thing, right. Yeah, God. Speaking of, like, Japan Entertainment, though, did you ever step... I'm assuming you went into an arcade at some point or another oh, yeah. while you were like, over there. Yeah, uh, we w- Like, when I was uh, there with my friend Mark in Akihabara, we went to a number of arcades. Like, he tried his hand at winning, like, some Sailor Moon random uh, thing. Like, you know, like, the claw game kind of thing, where it has, like, yeah. you know, random box. He didn't get that, but when my sister was there, uh, she basically, like, won a little llama, because Japan loves llamas. In a kind of a little bit of a bullshit way, because she grabbed it by the chain that it hooked onto, because I guess, like, it could, you know, a lot of things in Japan, you hook onto your, like, your phone in your bag, so it had the chain on it. Yeah. And it let go, and it got hooked on the chain on, like, a little bit of the outcropping of the display in the machine. So we, like, got the attention of one of the workers there, and she kind of pointed at it, because obviously we couldn't say, like, hey, this thing got stuck, but it was picked up. But he saw that, like, clearly she had won this and just got drop by accident and hooked on this weird thing that probably shouldn't actually have been there. So they gave it to her. And so after that, I was like, well, fuck it. If you got one so easily, kind of through a bullshit way because it fell on this hook, I have to try my hand at this. And I got one that has a little dapper top hat and a gentleman top king, uh, bow tie. So like Japan loves, so Japan loves llamas is new to me. Is there, like, uh, a story I think story it's actually specifically it? alpacas yeah. that they like. Oh yeah, alpacas, not llamas, yeah. Because, like, there's the, uh, Drew Scanlon got one where somebody made up a little alpaca that looks like him wearing his uh, flight club stuff with the little aviator goggles and the scarf. Which is how I knew about it. Where as soon as I got it, I actually like tweeted him like, Drew alpacas are not just like Japan in general. Everybody actually does love them, and he actually like 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 the tweet and the response. He tweeted it. I think it's like alpacas are just freaking everywhere in Japan. People love them. Is there a reason for that? Because I was totally unaware of that until about five minutes ago. I do not know. But, like, okay. the thing is that, like, all the alpacas look the same over in Japan. Like, <laughs> like it, it's, it's weird, and it might sound a little bit racist a little bit towards the alpacas, but they all have the same design. Because, like, <laughs> you know, you remember, you, remember when he, you remember when he was playing the alpaca dating sim thing? On, you, uh, like, uh like that, yeah. Yeah, like, it's that design of the alpaca. Like, it looked exactly like that, the little toy I have, which then my ferret stole from me because it fell down one day, and they grabbed it. <laughs> uh, but also, like, just I saw like an advertisement in like uh, some like flyer I got in the mail one day. It's like it's the same alpaca design, and it's like what? It, it's it's not even just weird enough that they loved alpacas. It's just the same alpaca design too. That is 
fucking bizarre. Yeah. But also, is like, uh, going to the arcades that I got a... Like, they have a lot of weird stuff in the arcade cabinets in Japan. It's like the the one that you pay in, like, a dollar and such. Or I guess, like, yeah. again. Where, like, I've gotten a stylus that has Mega Swampert on it. Because also, this is when uh, Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire came out. So they had, like, the Mega Evolutions and, like, Pikachu and the, le- the Legendaries designs on the stylus. And hmm. I got the best one because I like Swampert. Nice. Uh, I got one of, like, a little figure of Iron Man, I think in the Mark IV armor. I got one of Gypsy Danger from Pacific Rim. I got a Cat Luigi from Mario 3D Land, or 3D World. Uh, a little, like, green army turtle, like a technician. It was, like, a whole series of animals designed to look like military people. So it's, like, there's, like, a gorilla with a bazooka and, like, a bear with a machine gun. And I got a little turtle that is a technician. And, Outstanding. Like, it's just this weird assortment of stuff you can find in there. And, uh, shit. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was I was about to say. Shit. Uh, something related to arcades. Something possibly related to winning something. Uh, crap, now I can't remember. Damn it. Rip. Okay, well, in the interest of me not having to cut out too much dead air, yeah. Matt, why don't you talk about your thing? Sure. Um, so when I typically go vacationing... I've been vacationing a fair number of times over my life, but the one place I really want to talk about is vacationing in North Georgia, um, specifically vacationing along the Chattahoochee River. Um, are either of you outdoorsy people? Yeah, I go camping. Or at least I used to go camping when I was a kid, which I'll probably end up bringing up a little bit. Yeah. Mike, you an outdoorsy person or nah? I'm assuming nah. Nope, not at all. Fair enough. Neither am I. But... But occasionally, I do actually like to go outdoors and, like, camp and fish and do things like an actual stereotypical male-type person likes to do. And in this case, uh, North Georgia, specifically, like, the mountain region near around the Chattahoochee is probably the best place for me to do that. Because, like, holy shit, um, that area is really, really nice. Georgia might be a blasted, godforsaken hell state, but, like, North Georgia is really pretty looking, y'all. And it also has a really nice climate as well. Um, so, are either of you, like, fishermen? Do either of you, like, fish? Nope. Uh, I fish a little bit when I used to go camping, and when I was just in Pennsylvania, I was going, I went fishing with my dad, and we ended up doing a little bit something maybe sadistic towards some sunnies by accident. Oh, no. Uh, Because, like, we were at a dock where they have the big lake, and the sunnies would go after the hot dog my dad was using as bait, and then we quickly realized... The bass like attacking the sunnies, but they don't really catch them easily. So we would catch the sunnies and then kind of throw them back out with the bass and then catch the bass. Oh, no. I Shit. That, I do that all the time. But, yeah. But like, no, you're just... but, they, but, like, they were live sunnies. Yeah. We, I, you, we use live minnows all the time as bait. I oh, mean, okay. you, can say what the, you can say whatever that is about that being unethical and inhumane and all that shit's probably true. I'm but, not even going to front. But, yeah. like... I'm not going to throw stones in this glass house. Because we got a lot of bass. Yeah. (laughs) No, if you use live bait and you fish in the right areas, you will absolutely pull a lot of bass. So, like, weird, weird pull for me. Um, I actually like fishing a lot. I don't think I've ever talked about this at any point in time ever to anybody outside of my immediate family. But yeah. Yeah, I mean this is this is news to me. Yeah, no, my dad was a big, big fisherman, big hunter, big fisherman, and I definitely picked that up from him. Um so one of like the really fond memories I have is when we'd go up with like our entire family would go up to like North Georgia every probably every like other year. This wasn't a super common thing, and it wasn't like a really 
really like overly big vacation. It, it wasn't like a super expensive vacation, but it was just really nice. Like the area is really nice. The people were typically pretty nice and you just go and you just fish for a weekend and you could kind of just chill out. And it was, it was, so I've noticed something over the years, like looking back on it and kind of having to have reviewed all the vacations I've taken over the years is when it comes to vacations, I tend to like really laid back vacations with like no actual schedule. Oh yeah. If we, if I schedule a whole bunch of shit it wind that vacation winds up not being a vacation at all. Yeah, because you, you feel like you're too much in a rush to get the things you have planned done. Yeah, exactly. But the nice thing about fishing is fishing by nature, you just kind of cut out a huge block of time. And if you get bored during that period of time and you don't want to fish anymore, you can just put the rods away and go wander off into the woods and fuck around for a couple of hours and then just like come back. Yeah. Or you can eat, or you can just do anything. And I imagine that's probably boring as hell to a lot of people, and, like, fair point, because a lot of times when you're fishing, you're just sitting on your ass waiting for something. You are literally just sitting on your ass, sticking around waiting for something to happen. But, like, honestly, I, I think those vacations were probably my favorite. Because I got to spend time with my family, and I got to just, like, I got to take a vacation at my own pace. Yeah. I don't know. It was, I always enjoyed that. Um... Less so enjoyment were the times I had to go camping, like Boy Scout camping. Um, oh, yeah, Boy Scout camping is the fucking worst. Yeah, I can deal with, like, the disgusting, nasty, grody-ass, mildewy beds and all of that, but, like, I wasn't on great terms with my Boy Scout troop, and, yep. yeah, I, I not had a, a lot of fondness for those I kind of had a similar situation with that the one time I went camping in winter in a cabin with Boy Scouts, where... So, there was, like, one kid in troop who was basically just kind of a fucking asshole and, like, complained when everything get his way. And oh, he God, was yeah. the one that was... Uh, what's the thing in, Cubs, in Scouts where, like, you had the different... Not the, the troops, like, the different groups inside the troop? Yeah. Uh, I forget um, the there building. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ones. Yeah, I like, remember, like, Weebelow yeah, was one like, of the ba- higher-up ones. Basically, for his group, he was uh, on, like, cooking assignment, and oh, God. early in the day... He got pissed off at something, I forget what exactly, but they were making hamburgers, and he intentionally undercooked them, so cue, like, two or three kids vomiting in the middle of the night. Wow, what a fucking asshole. Hamburgers in a cabin where nobody can escape from any of it. What a fucking asshole. We we didn't stick with that dude for very long, we went and found a different one. Yeah, good deal. Similar story, less malicious, but no less stupid. Um, we had a similar situation where we were, uh, we were going, like, rock climbing, uh, like, fishing and rock climbing. It was, like, over a weekend. Um, and we all had different assignments to bring food for meals. Um, so my assignment was, like, dinner, and I'm like, okay, we'll have, like, we'll have, like, hamburger patties, and we'll have, like, potatoes, and we'll, we'll make it in, like, a big crock pot, and everyone can kind of just bring their own. And it wasn't, like, a great meal, but it was, it was literally, like, beef and potatoes with some hot sauce. It's, it's fine. Um... So the person who was supposed to do breakfast for the next day brought waffles. Uh, Microwavable waffles. So, question. Yeah. Did you have any source of electricity? No, we did not. Well, then. That answers my other follow-up, Kristen. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> so, that led to maybe the saddest cooking attempt I have ever seen in my life, where we had to cook microwavable waffles... Over an open flame. Okay. I thought that's what yeah. I was saying. 
Yeah, it went about as well as you'd imagine. We were really, really hungry. And keep in mind, this was the breakfast for the day where we had to go rappelling and rock climbing as well. We oh. had no fucking food. And therefore, like, no energy for rock climbing. Yeah. Um, people were cranky by the end of that day. Holy shit. Yeah, that's about right. But, yeah, but that's kind of like, the, those are kind of like the big ones I remember from, like, my childhood. There are some other vacations as well, but, like, yeah. I, I think those, like, the fish, the ones where I got to spend time with my family just in North Georgia were definitely the ones I remember most fondly, which is really saying something because I fucking hate Georgia. Yeah, but, I, yeah. I, I kind of just spent that when I was in Pennsylvania just, like, the last couple of days as well, like... I went there on last Thursday and was there through Monday. And it's like an eight-hour drive to get from North Carolina to where they live in Pennsylvania. And they had basically just been in California for most of the last year because they were helping. I say helping, basically were raising my niece for them because my brother is a lazy fucker. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he more or less is. He doesn't want it. Like, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you gotta he, call. You you yeah. love your family, but sometimes you gotta fucking yeah, call. Yeah, like he and it. his wife, hopefully they both had to work, so therefore they none of them are willing to actually, like, take time off of work to raise their own kids, so they basically got my parents out there for a year. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, I was just out there because, like, when I was a kid, we used to go camping to the same campground Rosemount every year that my mom was taking to when she was a kid, more or less, like, the same weekend in July because they would always have, like, this little, like, raffle thing going on, which was always for, like, a charity where it was, like, a ranch for, like, raising horses or something they were raising money for. Mm-hmm. So, like, they would always have, like, a bunch of, like, different tiers of the raffle stuff where it's, like, you know, the main room is, like, a bunch of shitty little things where that people donate where it's, like, oh, it's, like, you know, kitchen stuff, which I actually put in mostly for and realized when did I get old because I want kitchen stuff. Yeah, I remember having that exact same realization when I got, like, I, I got a ver- I got a coat for for Christmas. But it it was like it wasn't like a fashionable coat, but it was like a really nice, like yeah. rugged. It, it, you're trekking through yeah, the woods it, kind of coat. That, and then you're yeah. like, "Oh, sweet!" And, and I'm like, "This person." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, awesome! This is great!" And then I stopped. I'm like, "Oh my god, I want clothes for Christmas yeah. now! What the hell?" Yeah, I'm kind of at that point too. But like, like yeah. they they have those as like the whole like pay like two fifty for this like twenty five tickets thing for that little shitty stuff. And they always have like an animal. Usually they had a hamster. This good had a guinea pig. And nobody mm. actually wanted to claim the guinea pig. Like, they had to call, like, three or four different numbers until somebody would actually take the damn thing. <laughs> and, uh, they have, like, the three for a dollar. They have, like, their 50-50. They have the dollar ones. I actually ended mm. up buying, like, eight tickets of the dollar ones because they had a PS4. So I was like, oh, I can try to replace my PS4. Didn't win it, but whatever. Yeah. It was worth a shot, considering it was a PS4 Slim. Indeed. But, like, you know, it's just, like, a fun little thing where you go there for, like, the afternoon. You... Like, you know, can walk around and check out people's campgrounds and everything to see what kind of setups they have. And most people are there with, like, campers. And, of course, every year we would always joke about the fact that there would always be, like, the one day when you just get shit on with rain all day at Rosemount. Yeah, And that happened that day. So it's like, yes. oh, well, this sucks for everybody that's in a tent. Sorry, guys. At least if you're in a camper, you can actually walk around the camper. If you're in a tent yeah. and it rains, you're just fucked. Yeah, I remember one year something we so pretty similar to what you're describing, a kind of the same setup, but one year it rained, and I mean the heavens fucking opened up and it was just water everywhere. And I remember distinctly because my mom always brings up that how me and my brothers passed the time is we were in like a we were in like a gravel area and we dug a trench. 
and we cut we cut aluminum cans in half and we had boat races in this trench <laughs> because there was so much goddamn water. Well, that's probably the keepers of that fight. Yeah, I, I and whenever she tells me, because I don't actually remember that personally, and I'm like, wow, I was way more imaginative as a small child than I, I than I am as an yeah. adult. God damn. See, when I was a kid at the campground, my parents would always bring us up every time whenever we go there. Where they would always mention, like, oh, Steve, you remember when you'd always, like, try to catch chipmunks with, like, bits of hamburger in, like, a little bucket or whatever in Roseanne? It's like, yeah, that never worked. But also, like, <laughs> you, you always have to mention that to, like, other members of the family. I would prefer not to know about how silly I was as a kid. <laughs> well, who the fuck is going to rip on you for being uh, an idiot when you're an actual child? Like, come uh, on. My brother sometimes is, again, going Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's always going to happen, though. Yeah, like, that's but, just how it rolls. But he's, like, particularly a jackass sometimes. Like, I, I guess I guess I'll mm-hmm. just uh, switch over to it when, uh... Oh, wait, no, that's actually when I was out in California for BlizzCon. But, like, yeah, he said, like, 13 words to me that entire weekend I was there. So I was, like, no. great. And all of it was, like, oh. aggressive I, and bullshittery. Y- yeah, I'm fortunate enough that I'm on pretty good terms with all of my immediate family, including my brothers. Yeah, at some point, like there's ob- there's obviously some rivalry there, but that yeah. was just that like, was always at, at some happen. point it kind of swapped over where it's like, yeah, my sister and I were kind of that way, and I was all right in terms of my brother, and at some point it swapped, but I don't know. Yeah, um, I um, used to be on really bad terms with my kid brother, but that got progressively better as time went on. So also, I've cut you off like three times, Mike. I'm sorry. What's up? No, it's fine. It's just uh, we're getting on in time, and I still haven't gotten to tell any of my stories yet. Oh, hell yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Uh, fuck. Sorry. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, So, I basically have two vacations that I remember. Uh, I didn't go on a lot of vacations as a kid, and I can't afford to go on vacations now as as an adult. Um, But I I do remember two of them. One was with uh, my mother's side. And we went to Florida, and the only thing I really remember about that trip was I got so horribly sunburned. Like, just on both of my shoulders and along the upper part of my back, a sheet of blisters. Just fucking second-degree sunburn. And, like, I, I, had, I couldn't wear a shirt for, like, a week. Um, we kept pouring aloe on it, and every time I would move, basically in any in any way whatsoever, there'd be like a series of blisters popping, Oof. and eventually there was like just this caked on like just hardened mix of aloe and pus on both of my shoulders. It was a bad time. Yeah, that at, sounds at, horrible. At that point, that's like going to the hospital levels of bad, right? Well, except you know the United States and being able to oh, afford the hospital. Yeah. So, um, also so I basically just. It's probably fine unless there's an infection, but like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you can't, because like, a, if you can't wear a shirt for a week because of a sunburn, there's probably something a little bit worse going on. Possibly, well, but the thing about that is there's not a lot you can actually do about that. I yeah, mean, I guess, um, yeah. You, uh, you can administer painkillers, but like, eh. Anyway, continue, Mike. Sorry. So, well, what I was going to say is uh, I spent most of that week just kind of playing GameCube games. It's <laughs> like, what the hell else was I supposed to do? Like, it hurt to move. So, uh, the other vacation I remember, and I told a little bit about this vacation uh, over on TWA, but there was a vacation where on my dad's side, uh, me, uh, it, was, it was basically him, uh, me, and my six brothers and sisters, uh, my stepmom, and two of her daughters. Uh, so it was 14 people, unless I'm misremembering the number. Uh, no, not 14. Okay, 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 like 11 people, sorry. I could have sworn there were more than that. But it was like 11 people uh, in a van designed to seat seven. Oh. Oh. And 
uh, we were doing a lap around, sort of just kind of a, a loop around the Midwest. We were starting in St. Louis, and like the ultimate goal was to get to Mount Rushmore, but we were doing a really circuitous route to see a bunch of other stuff along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was one of those vans where this sucked for us having even less room than you would think for sitting in it. But like between the driver's side and the and the between the driver's seat and the passenger seat, uh, there was a small built-into-the-van CRT TV. Uh, with the VCR in it. Like, apparently, this this was my grandmother's van. My dad was borrowing it from my grandma. And it was a van that, even at the time, was really old. But also, like, when she got it, it was, like, a luxury van. So, like, you know, so, like, the upholstery was really nice and stuff. And, like, again, there was a TV and a VCR built into it. And, like, a lot of, like, fucking wood paneling and shit. Um, so that was neat. But, again, the van was very, very old, which will become relevant in a second. Uh, but, anyway, so we first... I, Okay, a lot of the details are vague to me, but at one point we went to, like, I think it's in Iowa. There's, like, a corn maze. I would assume there's an Iowa corn maze. Yeah. That sounds like something Iowa would have. Yeah. It was it was either Iowa or Ohio. One of those, one of those like, similar-sounding state <laughs> names. <laughs> now we're going to piss just... off all the people from Iowa and uh, yeah, Iowa. I, I live in Illinois for two about. years. They're all kind of the same. <laughs> yeah, but it was just, apparently it was just this, this big semi-famous like maze made of corn, which is frustrating that they didn't just call it the maze maze, but whatever. Yeah, that's right uh, there. How you missed that? Yeah, um, and a lot of like fucking postcards of jackalopes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I'm just remembering uh, that commercial with the jackalope. I don't remember what exactly it was a commercial for. I just remember there was one for a jackalope. And then uh, from there. Uh, somewhere along the way, we, 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 we went to Mount Rushmore, which was incredibly boring and not worth going to see, just flat out. Are you disrespecting our founding fathers? Oh, well, yes. What else is okay, actually out fine. Mount Rushmore besides Mount Rushmore? Like, I'm assuming there was, like, a visitor center, That's basically right? it. There was some, uh, there was some tourist stop somewhere, I forget where, it might, it, I don't know if it was the wall drug, but it was, like, it was a place that's, like, there's some, there's some place in the northern American Midwest that's, like, famous for always having ice-cold water readily available for anyone on long road trips. And, like, that's, and it's, like, that's their claim to it, fame. Isn't that just a courtesy? You would think, but apparently, like, this, this is, like, a place that became, like, famous for having that available at a time, in, in an era where that wasn't a common thing to have readily available when you were on the road. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it was, at least at, th- at least at this point in the, in the 90s, it was still, like, a thing. It was still around. Um, and then from there, uh, okay, actually, no, I think, I think, I think the corn maze was in, in Ohio, and this other thing I'm about to talk about was in Iowa. Um, well, uh, hold on, before I get to the Iowa thing, there's one more thing. We went to this fucking Flintstones-themed tourist trap that's, <laughs> that was, like, you, you went there and there was a show, and it was, like, a fucking Chuck E. Cheese-ass style, like, animatronic, like, f- like, the Flintstones characters, and they'd perform songs, and it was just the worst fucking thing ever, even as a kid. This is horrible and boring. Music. It was just about, like, usually Fred doing something stupid. Yeah. Go like, they, they, he's like, hey, I, I, saw, uh, I saw a mammoth. Anyway, let's play Wooly Bully. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just so fucking dumb. And then, okay, so we get to, we get to Iowa. I think it's Iowa. Again, like, it... Here's the thing. I say this as someone who has lived his entire life in the American Midwest. All the Ameri- all the states in the American Midwest kind of blend together. Yeah. It's just one big fucking just mass. Uh, but we get to the city that apparently is where they filmed Children of the Corn. Oh. 
And we didn't know that that was what was happening because we didn't plan to stop at this place. But what happened was my grandmother's old luxury van with all fucking 11 of us packed in like sardines. Oh, oh, and my uh, my stepmom like was a chain smoker also. So that was a wonderful smell. And, like, uh, had to be got, fun. Yeah, I got nauseous for most of that trip. Also, we didn't have a lot of very good movies to bring with us. I'm pretty sure we watched John Leguizamo's The Pest like twice. <laughs> and that's a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> oh, no. And, and I'm, I'm sorry for the, the, the rambling nature of the way I'm telling the story. But anyway, so we get uh, so, so we get we get to this town and uh, the front axle on the van just kind of fucking breaks in half in oh. the middle of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fun. <laughs> we, we, and so we end up, we uh, wound up getting towed to the nearest town, uh, which is the town where they filmed Children of the Corn, which does not take place in the same state that this city was actually in, because of course. Um, and we wound up sleeping on the floor of the town hall, because this place, like, it wasn't even built for, like, tourism or anything. Like, this is just oh, a little so, podunk town so, like, that weren't, like, hotels or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was about to say it, so that wasn't even a hotel. Yeah, like, we, we were just, we were sleeping on the floor of the town hall, so that, that'll tell you a lot of this uh, about this this small town. I mean, they were very, very nice to us. Like, they let this yeah, random like, family of yeah, strangers they, sleep they, on their town hall floor. They were floor. like, hey, you guys are in a shit situation. There's a bunch of you. Just go ahead and sleep here. Like, it sucks, but hey. Yeah. So, uh, it turned out that that building was actually what they used for the schoolhouse in that movie, in Children of the Corn, and we went and ate breakfast at was at what was uh, the diner uh, in the early scene in that movie where the kid gets the milkshake and watches his father get killed. And, <laughs> I have uh, not actually seen that movie, so... Neither have I. Well, here's, here's the cap to this story. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> I had this... <laughs> I had this major, like, like memorable, life-changing moment in my childhood that is centered around the city that that it was where this film was was made, and I've I've still never seen it. I can't be bothered. Um, I do I do remember that uh, the restaurant there was one of the one of my first experiences with like a small town diner where the menu was full of typos and the soda was called pop. Uh, so that that was that was memorable for me, uh, and. Yeah, that was a really shitty vacation. <laughs> I can imagine. In fact, in fact uh, I mean, this is something we're going to get into later regarding some of the questions. I've had basically two memorable vacations in my life, and I hated them both. Uh, uh, that, I, that I really hate traveling. I hate it so very, very much. Uh, can I quickly also just mention one other really quick? Uh, go for it. Yeah, sure. Uh, basically, like, uh, how long ago was it? Like, four summers ago... We actually took a family trip to Europe, since uh, my sister had actually gone on one the year before. It's like the same countries we went to, which were Italy, Austria, and Germany, with school. I don't remember what it was. She was in like some sort of history class, even though she was like a, like a, not a film major. Like she basically like works in TV now, so like helping out with the master control. So her major was, I forget the fuck what it's called, but like basically. We went to Europe. With, it was like the four of us were going to go with us because at the time his girlfriend at the time had left him, and you would think that he would want to get away for a while to not dwell on that, but he didn't come with us. Whatever. And so we basically did like, you know, going back to what you said of like the vacation where you kind of just want to do whatever the fuck you want. My mom decided to plan all the shit that we were doing, not looking into the train schedule because there's only like one train going from country to country per day, more or less, at certain points of the day. So we were just basically being like, oh, we need to cut our trip to look at, like, ancient Rome short because we need to get the fuck to Venice because there's only one train going to Venice, guys. 
But uh, it was still overall neat because, like, we, like I said, like we we arrived in Rome. We did like the whole check out the Colosseum, check out ancient Rome, see the Pantheon and stuff like that. And then we were in Venice for two days, where like. I, I annoyed my family the entire time we were in Rome and Venice because all the time I was like, I climbed down Assassin's Creed, I climbed down Assassin's Creed, don't ask me what the fuck it is, but I know I climbed it. But, uh, like, that was our first two days, then we spent the time in Austria where they had to do the Sound of Music tour, which is like a four-hour bus tour of going to all the fucking locations in the Sound of Music, and then playing the music of the Sound of Music the entire time, and I wanted to die... <laughs> but, uh, oh jeez! Like at the last like hour and a half of that was actually like wander around the town where they did a lot of the filming in, which that was fine because it was not like he's stuck on the fucking bus and hearing facts about the movie that my parents and sister love, even though I hate it. Uh, but then like, uh, what else did we do in Venice? I don't think we did much else in Venice, but like the last four days that we were in Germany, at least we were just like we didn't have a schedule for that, so we were just like, oh, let's go to Munich for the day and just wander around Munich and see what's there, and like I got. Uh, like, my mom and I both bought cuckoo clocks, and she bought, like, like a $400 cuckoo clock, which is, like, the big fancy one that does, like, uh, the music and stuff, with, like, the moving parts. Mine is just, like, more basic, where it just has the bird come out, where it's, like, a 120 or something. But yeah, like, uh, it was a while ago, so, like, I forget a lot of, actually, like, the stuff we did day-to-day there, but it was so fun. Like, just a brief mention of that, seeing as that's the only time before going to Japan that I was out of the States. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. I, Matt, you got anything else you want to add? No, I was actually just about to say, I think we're good to move on to questions. think so. Yeah. All right. So uh, we actually have a ton of them. So I forgot, oh, wow. to, make a, I forgot really? to make a questions post. Didn't you guys only uh, ask t- like two hours ago for questions? Yeah, like like about an hour and 15 minutes before we started. Like I was talking to Emily uh, about like, you know, just what we were planning on doing for the evening. And I said, yeah, we're going to be doing uh, going pear-shaped. And she said, oh, well, what are you talking about? I said, oh, vacations. And then in that instant, it hit me. Oh, fuck. I forgot to call for questions. Um, so I, I made the call on Twitter and on Facebook and to our, uh, circle of friends and audio entropy, and they got us a ton of questions in a frighteningly short amount of time. I mean, I appreciate it, but also this is a little terrifying. So is this like Um, an inversely proportional thing where the less time we give, the more we will actually receive because here's the thing. Like we, I presented it as being an urgent situation because it kind of was because I okay. you know, I fucked up. Yeah, I mean, really, um, I can't that, imagine yeah. we would get away with doing this every time. Okay. So, um, but let's see. So let's start with uh, over on the TWA Facebook group. Billy asks, uh, "What was your best and worst vacation?" Um, best vacation. The the problem is it would definitely be one of the ones in North Georgia. Um, they kind of all blend together for me. Not in a bad way, but in, in a, oh, hey, this, I fondly remember a whole bunch of these different trips that we would take, like, every, every, like, every, twice a year or once every two years. And they kind of just blend together. Yeah. Um, the worst was a trip to Disney World where my brother got really crazy fucking food poisoned. Yeah. Um, and things spiraled out from there, and I don't want to talk about that fucking vacation. That thing was okay. fucking miserable. Beep? Uh, I, I don't think I can count Japan because it was more, you know, it was for work. It wasn't actually a vacation, even though it felt like it in retrospective. So I think best I would say the trip to Europe, just because it was like, hey, I've never been to Europe. Let's go see what that's like. But uh, worse, is, okay. worse is a lot easier because, uh, fuck, I think this was when like I was 13 or 14. My sister was like 12. Where my parents decided we'll go to this weird-ass-looking campground called, I think it's like Westwood, 
Wildwood, something like that, on Long Island, where we originally lived in. And it was just, like, this shitty-looking, rundown kind of place, but, like, it had a big staircase as part of its, like, I guess you'd call it a trail? I don't think it really was, where, like, we had brought our bikes because it was, like, kind of boring there. And my brother, you know, being a jackass teenager, was like, oh, I could totally ride my bike down there. And my sister got the idea of, oh, if Rob can do it, I can do it. Cue Christina basically taking her hands off the pedal, the, not pedal, the handlebar of her bike when she got scared and falling down them and needing, like, 36 stitches in her face Oof. and mouth because she just dumbled down a bunch of the stairs. And that basically was like, yeah, we should just not be here. We should just leave, right, guys? And my parents were like, no, we pay for the weekend. We'll stay. We'll just bring Christina to the hospital. So, like, the rest of the weekend was us, every, all of us being miserable because none of the kids wanted to be there anymore. And especially my sister with her face wrapped around like a mummy, basically, from having to go to the, the hospital during a vacation. I'm still wincing from when you said 36 stitches. It, it was, yeah, it was a certain amount of stitches. Like, she still had scarring underneath her nose and everything from this, and that was like 15 years ago. Yeah, that's, yeah. uh... Mm. Yeah, that, definitely the worst, by a long shot. And Mike, what about you? Um, I mean, again, the only two vacations I've taken are the oh, two I described, yeah. and they were both awful. <laughs> which, mean, one, which one was worse, though? Yeah. Which one uh, would you probably the sev- uh, Well, here's the thing. Uh, the, the vacation, the, the, the sort of round trip, like, to Mount Rushmore and a bunch of different places in the Midwest was miserable the entire time. The Florida trip was actually fun. It wasn't until I got back from it that I realized how badly burned I was and the blisters had started forming. Uh, So most of the miserable part of that was, like, sort of the aftermath of the vacation. So, like, of all of that, the singular most miserable experience was the burns, but, like... On the whole, the Florida trip I probably liked more than the than the the road trip around the Midwest. Makes sense. Alrighty. Especially since you're stuck in a car with your mom smoking. Uh, my stepmom, stepmom yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's see. From Eric, uh, if you can, uh, if you could go on a trip using a specific means of transportation, what would it be? Like, uh, he's asking like ship, cruise, road trip, train ride. Like, what's our preferred way of getting around? Um, I'm assuming that we can kind of pick here. Um, hmm. Hmm. I think I'd go boat. Okay. I, I think I would like boat as well. It's just that I just basically can't deal with boats because I have both anxiety and I had my gallbladder removed five years ago, so I get motion sick really easily. I, oh, okay, I used to be yeah. perfectly fine with both boats and planes before that. But both of them combined is like these are just not fun times. So like I, I when I drove the PA just like a couple like a week and a half ago, I was perfectly fine just driving by myself for eight hours because it, it was boring, but it was uneventful. And also I think part of it is me being in control, as opposed to like if I'm on a plane or a boat, my life is in someone else's hands, and that just triggers like some little bit of like yeah anxiety thing. I don't like having somebody else be in control of my well-being more or less. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I can actually. I can actually yeah. do boating type things. Yeah, Depends on the boat. It, but, if I didn't yeah. have those two, I would like to do a cruise. But I just know that the entire time, if I would go on a cruise nowadays, I would just be kind of miserable thinking I'm going to barf. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've only ever done airplane or road trip, and I don't know how I would fare on a boat. So I'm going to say train ride. Train okay. Ride actually, sound, uh, assuming it's assuming it's not cramped. Assuming it's like a nice train, like that sounds incredibly pleasant. Yeah, I, actually, yeah. Because yeah. like when I, when I went to Pax, like uh, there was one time when I just like met somebody there who was uh, like at 
like the cafeteria more or less and i was just talking to him casually and he said yeah i like i took a train ride here and it was like three days like he was like from, like i think tennessee or something like that but and just like bought packs in boston He's like, yeah, it was actually pretty rad because, like, when everybody's going towards Boston for PAX, it turns out you're just having a big party train for, like, three days. That sounds nice. actually pretty nice. Okay. Uh, let's see. Also from Eric, uh, what vacation from your past were you too young or in a bad headspace to enjoy? Uh, he says he's, his parents took him and his brothers to New York City, uh, but they were in aid of an age where they just viewed it as a burden and didn't have a very good time. Um, hmm. I was in bad headspace. Repeat the question. Uh, did you ever take a vacation where you were either too young or just in too bad of a headspace to enjoy? Um, I don't know if I was too young, but I don't think there was a vacation where I was in too bad of a headspace to enjoy. Maybe I found some of the fishing trips kind of boring when I was a child, but I still look back on them pretty fondly. Yeah, I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm kind of a little bit that way too, because like when, the, every, when I was a little kid, my parents would used to take the three of us in a car and drive down to Florida. And, like, that's just a miserable experience when you have, like, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a newborn, more or less. Yeah. I I guess the problem I have answering this question is I was so young at the time, I couldn't actually tell you any of the specifics because I was a tiny, whiny child. Like, literally a child, so. Yeah. Probably, but I couldn't actually tell you specifically. Okay. Uh, from Molly, what time of year is the best vacation time? I'm gonna Depend- say I'm, I'm gonna say winter. Like I want to get I want to get away from the cold. Winter in the Midwest is fucking terrible. Oh yeah, winter in Midwest. I hate is it. The worst. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. So, um, depends on what you want to do. I think is the answer to that question. Yeah, I, I think actually, like I can't really say which is probably the best, but I could possibly say that the worst is definitely summer because everybody has time off in the summer and wants to do stuff. So everything's yeah. gonna be fucking crowded during the summer. Yeah, I'm actually gonna go with spring, because most of, like, the really, uh, the vacations I remember really fondly were either late spring, early summer. Yeah, like, spring or fall, probably. Yep. Alright, uh, from Eric, and I think this is specifically for me and Matt, um, if you could send your co-host anywhere in the world, where would you send them? Where do you want to go? Yeah, I think that's the thing, we would just ask the other where they want to go. Yeah, no, that's... cheating, in a sense. Um, I guess if I had to send you somewhere sight unseen... I was going to say Japan initially, but I don't think you actually typically play Japanese games. Nah, not so much. Hmm. Yeah, but, like, you really don't have to be into the culture of Japan to appreciate it. Like, I mean, going back... That's true, and, I mean, it's a nice country, obviously. Yeah, like, going back, like, my sister knew nothing about Japan. She was just like, oh, I want to see Japan because that seems kind of cool. And also, she had a place where she could stay for those two weeks because I had my apartment. So Yeah, I... Yeah, I'd probably send you there, based largely on the fact that the people I know who have been there remember it pretty fondly. Yeah. And it's, the food's good. Yeah, it's not hard to get around okay. Japan. Like, you know, you don't My answer you don't need to know the language as opposed to a lot of foreign nations. Yeah. My answer would also have been Japan, but my reasoning would have been that you're a huge fucking dorko. <laughs> yes. No, I would absolutely go in there and get plant just go to Akihabara and get absolutely fucking obliterated on three S machines all day. Yep. I would absolutely do that in a heartbeat. That is just correct. Or you just go to, okay. or you just do like Jeff Gersman, the raid that he always wanted to do, is just go there for like two days and buy as many foreign video games as possible. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So, uh, going back to Eric. Oh no, no, sorry. That last one was Eric. This one's from Tommy. Uh, Tommy asks, "Would you rather have the holiday of your dreams with your nemesis 
or t- bring your best friends to the hostel from Hostel? Uh, holiday of my dreams with Nemesis. Um, because the holiday of my dreams with my Nemesis means that I could strangulate them with fiber wire. I think I'd go the other way, just because, like, even if it's, like, a shitty location, you're at least there with people you like. As opposed well, here's to the thing. It, I, I should be clear. If you, haven't, if you haven't seen it, Hostel is like a slasher movie. Oh. Yeah, no, you're you all going to die. Oh. You're all going okay. to die. So I would basically be leading my friends into death. Yeah, this is this is actually kind of... Okay. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe this question only works with the idea that maybe your nemesis is also going to try to kill you. I, I don't know. No, he'd but, probably But if it's, if it's just like this is someone you don't like very much, then like obviously you're going to go with the holiday of your dreams because like the other option is death. Yeah, I guess. Not only for you, but for also your friends. Yeah. <laughs> I, and also for me, like my nemesis is but, Luke, and he seems like a pretty chill guy, all things considered. Yeah, no, that that works out. For, I think that works out for both of us as like holiday with your nemesis for entirely different reasons. But even even if it wasn't like a murder hostel and it was just kind of like a shitty vacation, I don't want to bring drag my friends to a shitty vacation knowingly. That's weak. Well, here's the thing: if it's not a murder vacation, if it's just a shitty vacation, I think I'll take the shitty vacation yeah, because like, here's the thing: if my friends are there. Then it can only be so shitty. Yeah, see, that, that was my train of thought of like, yeah, it might be a bad location, but at least you're there with people you know and like, and therefore you can now, try admittedly, to make there, it less. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a there's a threshold where that becomes the worst option anyway, and obviously, murder hostel is on the other side of it. But like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess it comes down to just how shitty of a vacation are we talking here? Yeah. Yeah. For for me though, I think it's pretty much one hundred percent. If I can knowingly choose, because. If this uh, question is made with the assumption that you don't know that the vacation is going to be bad before taking it, fair enough, but whatever. Um, but for me, I think nine times out of ten, I'm taking Holiday of My Dreams with my nemesis. Okay. I, I honestly probably would too, but like, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of kind of a coin flip, and it kind of depends. But again, your nemesis, your nemesis is Luke, and it's like, well, that actually kind of works. That would probably still be pretty fun. It it definitely does depend on if is it the murder hostel or just a hostel with no murder. (laughs) Okay, Uh, a couple of questions from our buddy Joe, who we had on to talk about Ghostbusters. Um, Yes, have you ever taken a cruise or a long trip by train? Yes. Okay. Uh, Nope. Nope. Again, how cool would it be to do that more often? Um, it would, I, I don't actually want to do it more often, because even though it was actually a pretty enjoyable experience, again, it's one of those things where you you got to fucking pack, you got to worry about all the scheduling bullshit, you got to worry about all this and that. So even though I actually had a pretty good time with it overall, it's not something that I'd want to do more than like once every five years, if even. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Also, how bad do you want airship cruises to be a thing? Yes. Pretty much, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. But, like but, only, but only if they're the rad-looking airships from Final Fantasy. Or, or <laughs> alternatively, the rad-looking airships from Skies of Arcadia. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If we take the as cool as the ones from Skies of Arcadia are, we might get attacked by pirates. Yeah, but then we have the Harpoon That's Cannon. That's on the table. Or, or we have the Moonstone Cannon. Oh, yeah. I'm down for the Moonstone Cannon. Yep. Uh, Fucking make right. Skies of Arcadia HD, goddammit, Sega. Why have they not done yeah. that? Yeah. No, we're never getting Skies of Arcadia HD because there is no god. Um, So, from Joe as well, uh, how much does food play into your vacation destination choices? Um, A reasonable amount, but not overwhelmingly, is what I'm going to go with here. Uh, I definitely like good food, and I like a diverse food selection. I'm not a gourmand, but I I do like to eat. And uh, that being said, though... 
between like a really nice location and really nice food, I'd probably take a nicer location over like nicer food. Yeah, because like it's it's definitely a non-negligible factor. Yeah, because you can usually find at least something. Like like I'm not the biggest fan of seafood, but that didn't stop me from being in Japan for six months. Because yeah. like there's still options in Japan. Like you can easily find like hamburgers and like chicken and like even like hot dogs in Japan. And I I actually found like I bought a hot dog from like a little store on my way home from work one day. And then, like, mm-hmm. potatoes built into the bun, or built, baked into the bun. And it was actually really good. It was it was a weird surprise, but it was also like, oh, this is all right. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is weird, yeah. and then you keep eating it, and you're like, oh, this is actually pretty kick-ass, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, my answer is, I, I feel like actually food kind of contributes to my desire to not take vacations. Because here's the thing. Like, let's say, like, like I love Italian food, right? <laughs> and you might think, well, Mike, wouldn't you want to go to, like, Italy and have the real thing? But, like, if I'm actually honest with myself, I don't want real Italian food. I want fucking garbage from Olive Garden. Yeah, uh, like, that's, like, <laughs> like, that's who I am. I'm, I'm, a sh- I'm a shitty food yeah, person. Yeah, having gotten actual Italian food in Italy, it's not that bad, much better than America, to be honest. Oh, boy. Like, You're going to have some like, folks coming like we, after you. We got, you. like, the whole, like, you know, pasta with chicken. We got, like, pizza in Italy. And I was like, eh. All right, I guess it's not it's, it's not spectacular like they always make it seem like it's gonna be, and that, like the majority of my uh, heritage is Italian, so it's like maybe I just suck as an Italian. <laughs> maybe. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, we've got another question from Eric. He says, "Congratulations, you are now the proprietor of a successful roadside attraction. Tell us a little bit about it." Um, it's a sign, and it says, G- "Get off my fucking lawn." See, my mind, my mind went to the thing from the road trip episode of Doug, where it's like, it's a rock or something, but it's like, you know, trying to make it sound like it's like some alien technology or like some sort of like egg of a dinosaur or something, but it's just a rock. I, I vaguely remember it, it, that. It was episode. like they were trying, I think they were like trying to get to the dad's favorite place as a kid. And yeah, he wanted to go to the, he wanted to go to like a gorge yeah, yeah, or something. It, it, yeah, it was like. Yeah, Gorge, but, like, Doug just kept on being like, oh, this looks like this be a neat thing. I think it wasn't even just Doug. I think it was also his, like, uh, artsy-fartsy college. Well, it was, well. it was, it was, it uh, was, Doug for most of it, and then the last one was Judy when she went to see The Thing. Okay, something yes. Like that. So, okay, oh, so no, it was something artsy. She wanted to see something artsy. But yeah, it was just all these tourist yeah, traps. The, that I, get, the, get, the thing, I think. And then, like, yeah, I think, like, the car broke down, and then they pushed it to the Gorge. Yeah, the, like, the, then, yeah, the car breaks down like a rainstorm, and then, like, they when the storm subsides, that's when they're at the Gorge, and the dad's happy because he finally got to do what he wanted yeah. to do. Instead of fucking God, that, like ruining the vacation. <laughs> that's what I hate so much about Doug, is it's a terrible show, but I remember all of it vividly. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like, I at least have the decency to barely remember that show, aside, outside of Mr. S- uh, Dink and Skeeter being pretty cool. Well, like, so much of that show was, like, a lot of Doug just being like, oh, I'm a 12-year-old, so therefore, like, puberty is driving my mind crazy, make me think of the worst situation possible. But also, like, so many of his situations, I think, are, like, like fantastical where it's like oh like demons are gonna show up or aliens or some shit you know it's like no you're just going through puberty doug that's what it's like <laughs> doug stop being shit <laughs> yep. we need I, to move on from doug because me <laughs> yeah, and mike will literally right not now. stop talking about uh, doug okay here's some questions from paul uh what is the best national lampoon's vacation movie the original vegas christmas european or remake and he puts a parentheses hint it's not the remake I'm I'm gonna I'm going to reveal this is one of the the cinema failings of me. I haven't actually seen any of the National Lampoon's movies. I may have actually seen Christmas Vacation, the original 
Um, but it was when I was very young and I don't remember it at all. Yeah, I never saw any of them either. I'm Same pretty theater. sure I've seen Christmas Vacation, but I, I, it was so long ago. So I guess, I I guess we'll remember. take the reader's word for it then. A writer, I guess. Not reader. Yeah, I've never never seen any of them either. Like, I, I, sorry. I, I guess Christmas Vacation wins by default because I saw it when I was like four. All right, sure. Yeah, okay, it's Christmas Vacation. Boom, there we go, done. Uh, also from Paul, have you seen What About Bob? It's I have. A movie Okay, it's a movie where Richard Dreyfuss prescribes Bob, played by Bill Murray, to take a vacation from his problems, and hilarity ensues. Uh, I have actually seen What About Bob. I remember almost none of it except for a scene where, like, Bill Murray's tied to the front of a boat or something. Yeah, I actually tried to rewatch that movie. I don't think it's aged very well at all, and I have a bunch of weird, bullshitty baggage around that movie as well. So, yeah, that one's pretty much a dunzo for me. I, I used okay. to really like it, though. I never saw it, but I have seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's, it's, close, also close, it's close enough. It's, it's a trip movie, technically. It is a trip movie. It's not a vacation uh, what, movie, but he's trying to get home. Yeah. I. Yeah, what about Bob? Uh, I don't know. That On the one hand, I don't think that movie's aged super well, but on the other hand, I'll be the first to admit again, I have weird baggage with that film, so... Okay. And not the best source of information. Uh, from Rose, if you could take a vacation to a fictional place, where would you go? Oh, Jesus. Um, a fictional place. Uh, the spirit realm from Last Airbender slash Legend of Korra. Mostly I don't know okay. what that is. Uh, but... It's basically like the realm where all the spirits exist in the series of the Avatar uh, shows. It, it's like a, I mean, it's a, it's a big, like weird, fantastical area where it, like some of the stuff just doesn't make any sense. Huh. Okay. I think I'd actually... I'd want to take a tour of like the... Chocolate Factory and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, I think, because I'd be smart enough not to get my ass waxed by, like, boiling cauldrons of bullshit saying, don't jump in the, don't, don't touch the geese, don't fuck with the weird fucking television ray dipshit, and I'd be like, okay, I'm not gonna touch that. Well, that's because, and I get that's, that's because you're grown up as opposed to, like, a shitty 12-year-old like most of those kids were. <laughs> Yeah, if you're a 12-year-old, you might just fuck around with that stuff because you're 12. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure that counts, though, since it's not like a place. Well, it's kind of I a mean, place. I, I don't know. That's what I'm going counts. with. It counts. It's a trip going somewhere. I mean, the, yeah, the, fa the factory's a fictional place. Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah. Unless, unless you think it's real. I mean, I can't... I mean, I don't think it's real. Shut up. Shut up. Shut your face. But you're smiling right now, and you need <laughs> to stop but it. Have, 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 you, real, right? have you seen any, like, the, the clips from, like, that fucking... Tom and Jerry and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. What the fuck is up Wait, with that movie? What? Is there like is there a weird crossover between Tom and Jerry and the Chocolate Factory? Yes. Yeah, Tom and Jerry's been doing like fucking direct-to-video crossovers with other properties for a while now, and it's freaky. There's like Tom and Jerry and the Wizard of Oz. There's like a Tom and Jerry like Johnny Quest crossover. Like it's Some, it's fucking see, weird. It's weird and like somebody on my Twitter timeline was like posting stills of that. I'm like. I'm pretty sure that movie is honest to god fucking cursed. See, I, Something I, I, is not right. It's weird because like from what I've seen and heard, like it's it's apparently like for the most part a pretty just faithful remake of the original, except yeah. it's just like Tom a Tom scene from Willy Wonka just... happens and then Tom and Jerry do some slapstick and yeah. then a scene from Willy Wonka happens and so on and back and forth so, like, until the movie ends. Are, are they yeah. in the factory? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
But like, I, I knew that they do. They're like, I knew they did a lot of weird crossovers with Scooby Doo, like Scooby Doo meeting WWE people or Scooby Doo and the Globetrotters. I didn't know about Tom and Jerry getting it. No, stuff. it's like it's like one of the first things that happens in the movie is like they befriend Charlie Bucket and they just kind of go with him to the factory. Apparently, <sighs> right. yeah, it, it's fucking surreal. Wait, but, like seriously, but you're allowed oh, one visitor to come with you to the factory. So does the grandpa not go? I mean, they they probably sneak in. I guess I, I don't know. I mean, I have yeah, the grandpa's actually... there. I haven't seen the whole movie. Real shocker there, but like seriously, I think that movie is cursed. Something is but not like, right with that thing. It's weird because like just, just like with its its crossover with Wizard of Oz, like they don't go back to like the original property. Wait. It is literally just it. This is the movie that everyone remembers. Sorry, you just but also Tom and Jerry. They're like they say pure imagination. Like uh, for some reason, um, uh, what is his name? It's like Slugworth gets Veruca Salt's song. Like he gets to sing the Greed song. Why? Which is I fuck I don't know. I, I need to interrupt here because you just casually mentioned that they had a Wizard of Oz Tom and Jerry crossover as well. Yeah, I mentioned it twice. <laughs> what the like fuck? that one's old news. <laughs> Jeez. What the hell? I, I, I think that's how this whole thing about? got started. It, it was, I, I it don't was know. Going but, to fictional location. I do want to say one other thing, uh, since since I mentioned that they sang the song Pure Imagination. So recently, uh, the trailer for the movie Ready Player One came out. Oh, no. And like, so I started watching the trailer, and like, I'm not gonna go into what that movie's about because it's fucking horrible dog shit. Um, but the trailer started playing, and like, so they started doing like what a lot of movies do is they start playing like this slow, dramatic, like movie trailer version of a classic song, right? Mm-hmm. And three notes in, I just hear da da da, and I realize instantly that it's a it's a fucking movie trailer version of Pure Imagination from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and my vision turned red. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you woke up, you were just like covered in gore, running from the cops down an alleyway. Yeah, like that was that was all it took. It was I just heard like "Come with me," and then just something snapped, and and then like it was a week later, and fifty people were dead. <laughs> now I actually listened to the audiobook of that thing like a year and a half ago. I felt like it was fine. It's definitely not great, but I, I know why people are complaining about the trailer for the movie itself being just the. I mean, it's like, it's, it's fucking wankery. It's like, oh man, I wish I was alive in the 80s. Here's a whole bunch of 80s pop culture stuff, but exclusively what, boys? Pop culture stuff? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that, that's like the entire book, more or less. Oh, God. But like, uh. it, the, from what I gathered, like the, I haven't actually seen the trailer, but it seems like the trailer might ratchet up like to 11 as opposed to the book. Even though they're, they're, even they're though just the using like all the Warner difficult. Brothers properties they can throw at it. This the fucking Iron Giant is there. He is just not fucking... in the book. I don't know what that's. <laughs> no, he's not. Like that's the thing is they they had to rearrange like what random ass fucking pop culture references they had available to what like Warner Brothers had the rights right. to, and they could do that because there's literally no point to the book other than to mention pop culture things. Yeah, like they're interchangeable. Kinda. There's there's no there's no actual message to that story beyond filleting the main character. I, like, oh boy, wait, I'm the wait, chosen like one because I remember wait, pop culture shit. Wait, wait, it's a fictional so so I don't really have a dog in this fight because I've never read the book. The excerpts I've seen posted online. It's a sci-fi future. It. It's a sci-fi yeah, future story. It's, it's basically like the like resources have gotten so bad to the point where like the real world pretty much just sucks universally. So everyone spends time in the VR world. So is, yeah, it's, like so everyone spends time it, in a, like voluntarily in the Matrix to avoid the horrible post-apocalyptic future. Well, it's, it's not even the Matrix. But like the like, like but like that version of the Matrix. 
Well, it's a VR game. Yeah. It's basically the Matrix. Kinda. Let's be fucking real. Except, except this version of the Matrix is just full of like pop culture shit and like racetracks for some reason. Yeah, and the, huh. and the thing is, like, and actually, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking steal a joke from somebody on Twitter, but like, someone pointed out, like, it if this is like a shared like like virtual world that the people have built together and it's full of pop culture shit, it it shouldn't look generically cool like it does in the movie. It should look like fucking HD Second Second Life. Life. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that people in that world actually can influence it. I think it's all made by like the proprietor that made the Oasis and then died and created this whole contest for people to. Like own the Oasis that they do the contest, so I don't think it's something. Yeah, I don't think it's people it. like making that stuff like it would be like Second Life or something. Okay. So anyway. what you're telling me is it's just like Black Mirror, but not anywhere near as good. So Black Mirror. Oh really? No love for Charlie Brooker? Mm-mm. Damn. We'll need to talk about that. I've never actually seen Black Mirror, but the rest of that guy's work is pretty much solid fucking gold. Anyway. anyway. Uh, and anyway, I actually never answered the question, uh, vac- uh, fictional place to vacation to, uh, functioning representative democracy. Boom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the darkest of shade throne. Yeah. Okay, we got a, a bunch of questions from Twitter, too. A lot of these are repeats, so I'm going to try and, like, rapid fire these. Uh, from a friend, Julie. Top three countries each of you want to visit. Just give uh, me a list of three, real quick. Okay, uh, Japan, Turkey, the UK. Uh, All right. France, England, and, uh, shit, I've kind of already gotten to the other ones. Okay. Close enough, I got two. Uh, <laughs> uh, Canada, because that's where Emily is. Uh, following that, probably Germany, and, hmm, yeah, I guess maybe Japan, just for weeb shit, sure. Yeah, I'll actually shift over, for similar reasons, for M and also other people, I'd actually shift over Turkey to, to uh, Canada at this point. Yeah, anyway, I, I guess also. Canada would be Turkey's. my number three as well, then. Yeah, I know people. In- Actually, you know what? I should probably throw Australia in there somewhere, because uh, I know people in Australia, too. Yeah. Hell, I know Julie's there, so, yeah. Like, so, uh, so, yeah, so let's just go with, with Canada, Australia, yeah, and, and I, then fucking... Yeah, fuck it. We'll, we'll sync up here, go Canada, Australia. I guess the Australia, UK. The you UK. Probably, know, probably know some I know a ton of people in the UK, personally. That's probably where we shift over and differentiate, but I know okay. I have a bunch of friends in the UK. Uh, Julie also asks, what's your dream romantic getaway? Uh, Julie, you know me better than that. <laughs> I guess to actually answer the question or the closest thing that I could get, I'm probably going to Evo. I really want to go to Evo before I die. Okay. Uh, I love beep. fighting games. That's the only romance uh, I've I have. never been in a relationship, so I really can't say. <laughs> <laughs> Julie's going to be so fucking disappointed <laughs> in this shit. Uh, my answer, and I know this is a cop-out answer, but I'm going to give it anyway. Wherever Emily wants to go. Ha! <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Yeah, oh shit! It's true. Yeah, nah. I, I, I I'm not that. Just somewhere like where the weather's nice, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like somewhere yeah. quiet where you know it's not just gonna downpour on you. Yeah, shit. Now I feel really bad about saying those three countries though, because I have friends in other countries as well that I also want to visit, but I'm only allowed to pick three. And I got put on the spot. And I'm not sure I picked the right three, but then by saying <laughs> I'm not sure I picked the right three, then I'm throwing those friends under the bus too. And oh my god, somebody help! Thank you, just over-examining. This. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm way overthinking this. <laughs> Well, uh, let's move on to some other questions. Uh, speaking of Emily, she asks, uh, if you could go on vacation with someone you don't know personally but are a fan of, like an actor, internet personality, author, artist, uh, professional fighting game player, <laughs> who would it be? Uh, that I don't know personally? Yeah. Hmm. If you could go on vacation with someone you don't know personally. Um, I need to think on that. 
Uh, I can think of one real quick because, like, like I mentioned, with Jeff Gerstmann wanting to go in this right in Japan to look for a bunch of video games and stuff, I think that would be pretty fun to, to see him kind of wig out about that stuff and have him like go like look at a lot of that shit that he probably already has in his closet and still buy like ten copies of anyway. Oh, I actually have an answer, but it's very strange. Okay, Edward Snowden. Why? Um, because he seems like an extremely intelligent human being who probably has a lot of interesting and meaningful discussion and commentary to offer about the nature of authoritarianism in the 21st century. Okay. Yeah, I know that, I know that one's a little out there, but I'd actually be, like, fascinated to sit down with that dude for, like, an evening and just talk. Make so, of it what you will. So, I actually wouldn't want to do this at all, because I... I get really uncomfortable trying to make small talk with people I don't really know. Yeah, that's a fair point. And if you add that it's someone that I admire to the mix, like, that just... Uh, that sounds like a nightmare. You're just gonna think that you're gonna fuck up the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, in my case, it kind of works because it would be less of, like, a vacation and more of, like, an interview, probably, is how I would imagine that. Also, this is a theoretical, like, the whole bullshit thing, but, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Emily also asked what fictional place you'd want a vacation to, and... I gave kind of a bullshit answer to when my sister asked it, so but I'm gonna give a serious answer to M. Uh, oh wait, your sister fucking listens to this shit? Yeah. <laughs> fucking why? I, I told you this a while ago. Oh my uh, well, god. She has. A, she has. She's had a lot of time to kill since she's taking care of my nephew now. But like, why oh, this? Yeah. Why didn't you recommend her one of the good shows? I think. I, think, <laughs> I did. I think you mentioned I that d- on the internet episode, right? Yeah. Um, How did I miss that? Holy shit! But so my serious answer to a fictional place. And this is going to be a very obvious answer for me, but probably whatever the fuck setting Sonic the Hedgehog takes place in. <laughs> you wanna go, so like, do you mean Mobius or whatever, like, Earth analog? That, like, uh, like wherever, the, wherever the games, like, take place, okay, I guess. So, I mean, Mobius, I don't... Here's the thing. Like, Mobius sounds fun, but also it's like a tyrannical dictatorship. That's fair. And, I mean, like, I already live in yeah. one of those, and I don't want to go to another one. So, I, so. I think the Sonic planet is just Earth. In the games, but it's just like a little different in some cases. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a more different yeah, Earth. Yeah, because like it has like Station Square instead of New York City, more or less. Yeah, but uh, probably there. Let's see. Uh, also, the Sonic the Hedgehog world probably actually kind of sucks to live in too. Probably. It's always getting like time traveling uh, monsters and shit happening. Yeah, but it all works out. I mean, um, yeah. Let's see. So Jordan actually has a follow up question: Which fictional setting would you like to spend time in? I don't know if that's actually functionally different from the vacation question, though. Uh, it kind of um, I guess spend time in implies kind of what Beeb was like doing in Japan, I think is what it would imply. Like a six-month so like an extended period. period of... Yeah, yeah like I, where, I think I have the same presume... answer then, still. Like... Uh, see, I, I kind of interpret that more as like, hey, if you really wanted to, would you go to Westeros or something? Which, fuck no, you'll die in Westeros, like, easily, but still. Yeah. Fictional place... Do we yeah. count Earth if it takes place in, like, the far future in, like, an alternate reality or something like I that? I mean, yeah, if it's if it's from a fictional story. Or, like, or like, yeah. okay, or like so, the various Earths of the Marvel comics, I guess. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Earth from the next generation. Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek. Yeah, honestly, that's a good, that's yeah. a good fucking answer. Yeah. Star Trek, it's actually yeah, all I think, about letting I, people do what they want and be acceptable and stuff. Yep. Okay, sure. I think, I think, I think I'm going to make that a consensus, yeah. Yep. Um, also from M. Uh, she asked this because she's playing near at the moment. <laughs> uh, would you date a robot? Uh, uh, question, how humanoid would the robot have to be? Uh, uh, maybe. Doesn't fucking matter even in the slightest. Uh, question in response, can the robot actually give consent and, like, think for itself? 
Yes. I, I feel I feel like that's your answer to the question of how humanoid would it have to be? Like, yeah. could you date a synth? Well, I mean, yeah. like, I mean, it's more just like you know, is the robot following commands or anything? If it's if it's uh, if it's actually making, it I'm, I, I'm assuming since near is since near is the jump off yeah. point, I'm assuming that these robots are self sentient. Yeah, like that's what maybe that's not what yeah. possibly not particularly intelligent, but definitely like sentient. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like the kinds of like androids in near. Yeah. Okay. Which, sure. Yeah. I mean, if if they get to the point where they're functionally indistinguishable from a from a human being, then yeah, sure. I mean, Yogotaro has said that they can actually like you know pretend like pretend to have pregnancies, even though it wouldn't actually be real. Yeah, <laughs> that's Yoko actually. Yogotaro thinks a lot about this kind of stuff. Yogotaro is a weird guy. Uh, yeah, that is. He, he seems yeah. genuine. That, I was about to say that no, he's genuinely weird, and they, yeah. also they address that in the game, and it's one of the. It's do they? I haven't bizarre. actually gotten that far in that game. Oh yeah, okay. it, that game gets, and that's not all. To people listening, that's not a late game spoiler. That happens pretty early on in that game, but they address that, and it gets weird. Okay, I don't, I don't <laughs> okay. even beat ending um, in that game. I need to go back to it. Okay, so yeah, you, no, you saw um, it then. Okay. Okay. Did I? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it after. So also uh, from M, she says, "What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but hop- hypothetically, what would you do in Vegas?" Evo. Not go to Vegas. Kill a man. <laughs> <laughs> just to know what it feels like. Wow. No, that's Reno, isn't it? But just to watch him die. No, that was just to watch him die. That's that's different. Um, let's see. Uh, also from Jordan, what's the worst misunderstanding you've had in unfamiliar lands? Uh, um, I uh, just fortunately I've been pretty merciful. I think it was just something. Probably, I can't even remember any really bad misunderstanding. It was probably just, like, ordered the wrong thing or something, like, really mundane like that. Uh, yeah. I had an old Japanese woman trying to tell me that I was putting my garbage at the wrong place when I couldn't speak her language. <laughs> okay, yeah, I yeah. think that wins then, because that's yeah. that's not horrible, but that's also, like, that, that, it's definitely worse than That's not my landlord mine. for not telling me that your garbage is located in the shed alongside the apartment complex and not where everybody else is putting their garbage on the street. <laughs> it's like that that's yeah, a legitimate I, mistake on my part. Yeah. yeah. I've I've never left the US, so I don't really have anything that fits this question. Um also from Jordan, how much does weather affect vacation plans? A lot. Like I enjoy Disney parks, but God almighty I can't handle warm weather well. Uh yeah, it affects vacation plans pretty heavily. Um because paradoxically when you want to go fishing, you want it to rain. Yeah. And then, like, obviously, if you're doing, like, sporting events or something like that, you obviously yeah. want the exact opposite. And, and you don't want to go to a water park in the rain, because it yeah. kind of defeats the purpose of going to a water park since you're already in cold down and wet. Okay. Yeah, although there, I think there's an argument to be made in the case of a water park, though, because less people tend to go to them when you're uh, that, in the that's rain. That's yeah. So th- there are definite advantages to going to a water park in the rain. Yeah. Also, like, even if it rains during the summer, it might still be, like, 85 degrees out, because... Yeah, and in, in Georgia, it... Yeah, and in Georgia, it yeah. would get up to, like, 85, even when it would rain. Yeah. Alright. Uh, let's see. From Emily, what is the horniest vacation spot? Uh, she suggests Amsterdam. I mean, I already saw all those vibrators in that Don Quixote in Japan, so... Yeah, yeah that, I mean, sounds, <laughs> that sounds about right. I, I think Amsterdam might be it, though, honestly. But what is it about... That's definitely... What is it particular about Amsterdam? Legalized prostitution. Ah, okay. Yeah, that would do it. If I recall, I, I'm almost 100. Yeah, that's certain. that's what the red li- the red light district is like. Uh, it's kind of okay. Yep. 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 yep, I, th- yep I, th- I think also like basically any sort of uh, like I know weed is legal, probably a few other things. Like it's just sort of like like uh, Amsterdam is is it in Denmark? It's in Denmark, right? Um, 
I think it's in the Netherlands. Let me Netherlands? look it up. Let me look it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I don't actually remember, but like whatever country it is, which is like, hey, let's just have a let's just have a section. Yep, it's one- in the Netherlands. Netherlands, okay. Netherlands was just like, let's just have a section of one of our big cities where just like fucking fuck it, anything goes. Just yeah, do whatever. We don't care. It'll be good for the economy. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I do think I think M got it in one here. I do think yeah, it would probably be same. Amsterdam then. Yeah, that, that uh, that's a little bit more on the mark than just seeing a bunch of vibes in Japan. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, from Zach, our buddy Zach. Uh, vacation or staycation? How long can you go cooped up in the house without going nuts, or is it rela- and is it relaxing or stressful? Uh, depressingly long amount of time, and it's relaxing. Yeah, I'm all about the staycation. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I like going places, but, like, I don't really give a fuck. You can kind of just sit Yeah, but there is a lot of work apartment. involved with actually going somewhere on vacation. And, like I said, the last time I had the staycation was me just sitting in my new apartment playing Persona 5 for, like, 30-something yeah. hours. Yeah. Travel is just, it's so unbelievably stressful, and most of the time, at least in my experience, and admittedly I've had some monumentally bad luck with these things, but in my experience it's just usually not worth it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, for Jordan, basically the send your co-host somewhere question again. Uh, what interstellar destination would you like to visit? Interstellar destination? Are, are we going based on, like, fictional locations or just actual, like, planets? I think this is actual. Hmm. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna approach this the same way I approach travel in general. I don't want to fucking go anywhere. Yeah, because I don't like, want to go to space. Like you, you'll, space is terrifying. You'll get to see like Mars or some shit for about like thirty seconds before you die horribly because it's something out there. Yeah. Also, you have to account account for travel times, and like even if you're just along for the ride, if you want to go to Mars, um, you're gonna be traveling. Yeah, I want to spend for... eleven months going to see a fucking red desert. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I think I'd take a hard pass on the interstellar travel unless I have a very good reason to do so. Uh, unless, yeah, or unless there's, like, un- unless we actually have developed, like, solidly yeah. working, like, cryo-sleep tech or something. Yeah, so, we ha- so basically also. what you're saying is we have to get Dan Riker to plan his Mars mission like he did on the Beast Castle a while ago. Yeah, something like that. Dan has no idea how space uh, travel works. I don't either, in fairness. No, I don't either, Let's but see, I'll pretend uh, to know. <laughs> I don't pretend to know either. Uh, from M, how do you feel about cruises? Um, I like them, generally. Never taken one, they sound nice, though. Yeah, yeah. same situation of just, like, yeah, the whole anxiety and motion sickness thing makes it not be a possibility anymore for me, but yep, I, uh, I would like to go on one before all that shit happens. Yeah, I I have uh, gone on two cruises, um, one was Royal something and the other was Carnival, uh, both of them were nice, the Royal one was much nicer, Carnival tends to have a bad rap, and that there's kind of some legit reasons for that, but, like, fucking, f- there was free food, and Pokemon Platinum had just come out, so <laughs> I spent most of that vacation just eating and playing Pokemon Platinum and just chilling out, and while at the time my mom, my mom thought I had a really bad time on that vacation, because I basically didn't do anything, it's like, nah, I, I watched Iron Man 2, and that was sweet, I played a lot of Pokemon Platinum, and I got to eat yeah, a lot of good food, I, I, so, I kinda feel like fuck, my, that was a win for me. I kind of feel like my parents were a little bit like that when I was in PA just the last weekend, because I was playing Splatoon 2, because I got I brought my Switch with me, and it was like, you're just kind of sitting around playing Splatoon, it's like, yeah, this is what I would be doing on the weekend anyway, and also if I didn't yeah, get like, no, my apartment I'm, playing Splatoon. Yeah, and it's like one of those weird things where they have like this expectation, it's like, oh, I was going to do this, going to do this, and you kind of just sit around, and they're like, oh, did you not have fun? It's like, no. No, I actually had a really yeah. good time. It's just, I, I just mean, wanted to sit yeah, around like, like a lazy asshole. We, I mean, we did the whole, like, go to the campground for the raffle thing on that Saturday. We went to a 
we went to this little amusement park called Kenobles, which is like a free entry park where you pay for the rides. And like we we only were there for like three hours, like a little afternoon, and went on a few things. But it's like yeah, we know we went around there just hang out there basically. It's like yeah, that's what we were expected to do. I still did yeah. things I was there. It's just most evenings I was there playing Splatoon. Yep, yep, yep. From Jordan, what's your take on kitschy roadside attractions and tourist traps? Avoid. Uh, yeah, same. I'm a fan of them in in concept and in theory, not so much in actually wanting to go. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I kind of have a soft spot for, like, weird, kitschy Americana stuff, but I don't want to actually go and see it. <laughs> um, let's see. Also from Jordan, uh, outside of, like, literal war zones and things like that, what do you think are the worst vacation spots? Um, I might actually be, like, weird, kitschy Americana tourist traps for me, honestly. At the moment, probably anywhere in America, to be honest, given all the shit that's happened. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I mean, not to get too political, but, like, yeah, no, like, there's valid yeah. reasons why people would not. Not to get too America. political, but this con- not to be get too political, but this country's a fucking trash fire. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Holy fuck. Sorry, rest of the world. Don't uh, worry, the rest of the world is fucking trash fire too. Uh, some more repeat questions. More about National Lampoon. Wait, so are all the National Lampoon movies just about going on vacation? No, but uh, they have a series. They have a series of movies called like uh, National Lampoon's Vacation was about like Chevy yeah, Chase playing a dude and like his family, and they made like several sequels. Okay, to Okay, because I knew about um, the va- they're actually I knew about the vacation ones. I wasn't sure if there were ones besides those. There are actually tons and tons and tons of National Lampoon's uh, like movies. A lot of them are direct to video these days. I think at some point they actually stopped label- labeling them as being National Lampoon, uh, but they're still making the movies. Uh, let's see. From Joel, uh, how much planning do you want in a vacation? Do you want a full itinerary? Do you want to just wing it? Like, what is it? Wing it. Wing it. The less of an itinerary there is, the better. I think it's, like, a middle ground, because, like I mentioned with the Europe trip, my mom planned, like, all those, like, let's go to, like, ancient Rome this day before planning, uh, looking up the uh, schedule for the year rail, which is the whole trains that go between different countries and nearby. And it's like, yeah, you probably should have looked at the train schedule before you tried to schedule things, you know, that we would do in the morning and at the run to, like, actually literally run with suitcases to the train station. But there's also, like, a thing to be said of just, like, yeah, I'm just going to go to this one place for, like, three or four days and just figure out what to do from there. Yeah. I'm pretty much, yeah, like, and that seems reasonable, but, like, in my experiences, though, and, and this is just me personally, just me doing myself... Um, I, uh, the less I have to worry about having to show up somewhere on time, the better. Yeah. Um, there are exceptions, and, like, sometimes we've gone on, like, scheduled sort of, like, trips and stuff like that, and it's been, it's been really, really fun, but, like, maybe, like, for, like, a weekend or, like, a three- or four-day vacation, maybe, like, one, maybe two set arrive at this location to do a thing, things, and, like, that's it. Yeah. I want to have um, I want to have some idea of what I intend to do while I'm there because if I don't know what's going on in the place I'm going, why go? But yeah, I don't want to set anything for a set time. Yeah, like, like, this like is, yeah. the ideal I think was when I did meet my friend Mark and his college buddies in Akihabara, where we're just like, yeah, we're just gonna go to Akihabara and just spend like the entire day there, and if we want to go somewhere else, we can because there's trains and we can just go wherever we yeah. want. Because, like, you know, you knew what to expect from Akihabara, because, like, here's where you go to find a bunch of, like, weird arcades and, like, stores that just sell, like, a bunch of weird comics and, like, uh, like figurines and stuff in Japan, because that's what is known for. So, like, you had that expectation of what we were going to find there. And, like, I didn't expect to find Persona 4 chess pieces there, but whatever, that fucking happened, and I bought those. <laughs> awesome. Okay. 
Um, also from Joel, what is the what is the ideal length for a vacation? For me, it's about four days. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, like, I'm I'm gonna say a week. Because like you like it a oh just right. go ahead. Just I'm, I'm gonna say a week just because like that means like I have I'm le- I'm leaving during the weekend and I'm getting back during the weekend. Yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty so reasonable. I have a little time to prepare and a little time to yeah, recover. Yeah, like I spent more or less four days in Pennsylvania just the other weekend. But like when we were in Europe, we were spending like four days in each of the countries, which I felt like that was perfectly fine, even though like overall we were there for twelve days abroad. But like when we used to go to the campground when I was a kid, like we'd be there for like a week and a half, and that's way too much camping. Yeah, I know that's, that's way, way too, too much too camping long. for three children. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, I- I'm gonna, yeah, four or five days, I think, is about right for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, from at Lady K. Hirsch, opinions on the song Vacation by the Go-Go's. Never heard it. Sorry. Is that is that the Vacation? Like, what song is that? I might be thinking of the Vacation Where I Want to Be song from Pikachu's Vacation from the po- first Pokemon. I, I honestly don't know what it is either. I've never heard it. Yeah. Sorry, I, we let you I, down I, I on think this I, one, fam. I think I'm legitimately just Sorry. thinking of the Pikachu's Vacation song. Pikachu's vacation is <laughs> right. 22 minutes of nothing and bullshitting. Sorry, Kay. That's, God, that's we suck. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, you know what? Do you guys just want to just listen to it right now and then just get back to her? <laughs> um, I would, but I have to make loud clicky clackies on my keyboard if I'm going to listen it's, to well, it. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to be doing some editing anyway. I'm not going to leave in the silence of where we stop and listen to this song. Oh, okay. This song. Yeah, it's good. It's the vacation all I ever wanted song. Vacation has to get away. That thing. Oh yeah, the song. Yeah, I've had yeah like I, I'm surprised okay. that we all forgot that. Yeah, I guess it's because I never knew what it was actually called. Yeah, but I've definitely heard. Uh, I it. guess just having a song titled "Vacation," you wouldn't really think that that would be the name of a song. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like this song. Yeah, it's it's all right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Let's see. Uh, from Marl at Crom Frere. Uh, do you think the latest ghost pirate ship sightings are legitimate reasons to stay on the mainland? No. Uh, I, there, are, have there been ghost pirate ship sightings, or are I mean, they making even, a reference to something? Even if there are ghost pirate ships, I'm going to completely, if they are making a reference to something, totally flew over my head. Even if there are ghost pirate ship sightings, getting killed by a ghost pirate seems like a pretty fucking sweet way I to mean, go. I mean, I would say... Stay well, here's the thing. I think you become a ghost pirate if you get killed by a ghost pirate. Yeah, but then you're cursed. Awesome. You know, then you're part of the ship, part of the, the crew. For the rest of your eternity. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I would think just stay on the mainland because of all the fucking terrifying things that are in the ocean, because the ocean is fucked up. The ocean is terrifying, but also so is the ground. Everywhere is terrifying. There is no escape or respite. Okay. Um, (laughs) From Frankie, at Frankie Extra. Favorite road trip, movie, show, book, or game? Like, thing to do during a road trip, I think is the question. Mario Kart Double Dash. On the GameCube with that little peripheral screen that was tiny, but just big enough for you to see. And fucking just play Mario Kart Double Dash through all the road trips. That shit is tight. We used to do these, like, little games that you do when you have three kids in the car, where, like, you'd have to, like, try to find signs that have each letter of the alphabet in order, which you always would get stuck on Q and J, because the fuck sign ever uses the letters Q and J. (laughs) But, uh, but also, like, I mean, these days I feel like that'd be a lot easier just because of, like, Jiffy Lube and Quick Trip. Oh, yeah, like, I actually did it on the way back from PA because I was just bored, so it's like, alright, fuck it, let's do this, and actually you did find Q and J relatively easily. But, like, another thing that we used to do is my mom actually has these little, like, bingo cards where it's, like, you need to find, like, a horse. And when you do, you, like, 
slide the thing over for the like you found the horse and you try to just get a bingo that oh, way. Like I fucking hated those road trip games. I really those, did. Those cards are like I'm sorry, I'm a big I'm a big ball of yeah, hate this week, but, like, but I just yeah. Those cards are from like ninety five and she still has them. And she actually pulled them out when I was there in PA. Like, hey, you want to do this while we drive the Knoebel? It's like, not really, actually, because these cards are ancient. Okay. Um, so I actually didn't have an answer for this, but Matt inspired one. I'm not going to say Mario Kart Double Dash on the tiny little GameCube screen. I'm going to say Mario Kart DS. Oh. Yeah, DS is a pretty good Mario Kart. Yeah. That, that shit's fucking fun. You get a whole bunch of people together, each with their own, like, DS and just... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's just and, like Meanwhile, these days, I would also just say, like, hey, if you got the Switch, play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Because you can play two-player with the Switch. Yeah, but yeah, the thing is, like... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but here's the thing. With with uh, with the DS one, you could play, like, just... You can play with, like, up to eight people as long as you're within range of each other. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're in a car, like, you're in range of each other. Yeah. So... Fair enough. And also because, like, the Switch screen is actually kind of small if you play co-op anything, really. Yeah. Uh, also from Frankie Extra... Water park or amusement park? Kind of at the point of neither. Because, like, it ties, it ties again into the whole anxiety and motion sickness thing. I really don't do either now. Because I don't like the water and I don't like rides. Um, I think I choose amusement park more often than not. But it's close and it depends on, like, the weather and a bunch of other external factors. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, there are definitely going to be times where I would want to go to a water park. But for the most part, amusement park, I think. Yeah. yeah, like like um, even before my whole like anxiety and uh, most sickness thing, I still would go with the amusement park before water park just because like I just in general don't really like swimming that much, and I've never been actually I've never liked going underwater. Like underwater kind of terrifies me for some reason. This has actually got me thinking. It's probably been over a decade since I've ridden a roller coaster. I don't know if I'd actually want to at this point. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I, I also mm. was never one for liking looping roller coasters ever. So, like, a lot of times I would just be like, yeah, I'll wait while you guys go on the looping roller coaster because I don't like having being upside down going, like, 100 miles an hour because that seems legitimately terrifying. You see, I actually okay. do like that. I fucking love roller coasters. All right. Um, from Jasmine, at Pidmon, and this is our last question. We actually, we fucking made it, y'all. Um, she says, I just woke up, but what would your ideal hangout vacation be with a group of internet friends? Uh, she says she's done two Vegas trips with uh, Bob and George expats, for example. So, you want to go on a trip with your your internet friends, where do you go? What do you do? Fuck, where I, do we I go? I think PAX, actually. Cause, like, yeah, cause, like, that would actually be Yeah, because like, most people on the internet, at least like in terms of us, like met through like video games and stuff, so like we all have that in common, so go someplace where like that's in abundance. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm just going to defer to Beeb completely here. I think PAX would actually be it, really It good. also helps that I actually did do that once, where, like, one of the people in my old Halo group actually was going to PAX East, so I was like, oh, hey, I'm going there too, let's meet up. And then... Yeah, no, and I know a number of people who have done similar things, and they've all had really good experiences yeah. doing that. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I think I would either like to do that, like, uh, have like go to a con together, uh, or alternatively, uh, have them come here and, like you know, show them around my city, you know, like just show, just, be, just have some people come into town and show them like, Hey, what's all the cool stuff yeah. to do, you know, kind of like just tour everybody yeah, like, around. Like how you know? Julie yeah. recently showed Joel around Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. I can't believe they had to like fist fight a bunch of dingoes just to get a loaf of bread. It was really fucked up. <laughs> Man, I, I think you might have some sort of, uh, some strange ideas, about uh, about Australia. No, I mean, considering that, that like half the fauna and, and flora of Australia is trying to kill you, that sounds about right. Oh, hold up. 
hold up, guys. I thought that was the last question. We actually got one more just now. Oh, wow. Okay. Hit us. Yeah, from at Skyfox. What would be the worst vacation location in your favorite fictional setting? I like this because it's kind of a twist on two questions we've already answered. Yeah. So your favorite fictional question, uh, fictional setting to vacation to, what would be the worst place to go in there? So, so Matt, you said the you said the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. So <laughs> where what would be the worst place in that world to go? In my favorite fictional setting, this is hard because first I have to come up with a favorite fictional setting. So for that, I'm going to go. I guess. I'm not sure this is actually my favorite fictional setting, but I'm going to go with it anyway because it'll be funny. I'm going to go with Magic the Gathering. <laughs> and for the worst fictional setting, I'm going to go with Newt Phyrexia because you will die very, very quickly. See, my mind doesn't huh, seem right. to anywhere in the Harry Potter universe because everybody has magic to just murder the shit out of you. So everyone in the Harry Potter universe kind of sucks. Yeah, but, like, the thing about the Harry Potter universe is they can murder you, but they still probably won't. Um, if you go to the actual hell dimension in Magic the Gathering, you will die, and it's not gonna be pleasant. Not that dying is typically considered pleasant, but there are some ends are worse than others. Right. Okay. Um, I'm still gonna go with my favorite fictional setting being the Sonic the Hedgehog universe, and as far as the worst place to go, uh, I'm gonna say... The city from Sonic 06. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, because then, Calamity City, I think it's called? No, 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 no. Not the not the Disaster City. No. Uh, the fucking, what was it called? Like Soliana or something? Yeah, New Soliana or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go there because then I'd be erased from the timeline. <laughs> you would! <laughs> oh. You wouldn't even exist! Oh, yeah. Your soul no longer exists! I love how that game, like, canonically, none of the events of that game ever actually happened. Ever Silver happened. still just oh, yeah, kind of around. that game is all about time travel, right? And yet Silver yeah. the Hedgehog yeah. is still around for some fucking reason. Well, Silver is from the future in, like, a weird split-off timeline thing, and it still kind of makes sense, but not really. No. I, ne- I never played it for a good reason. <laughs> I, I think you win, Mike, I think you win this answer. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> somehow you managed to make a question about vacation still tying the Sonic the freaking Hedgehog. Of course that and it's like actually a good answer too, because like in my answer it's like, okay, so they'll like hack you to fucking pieces and turn you into meat and turn you into an awful Frankenstein. But the monster. rest of your life will still have happened. Yes, yeah. you will exist. My soul your soul will carry on explicitly. But like Sonic the Hedgehog your entire being is gone. You will be erased from history, and no one will mourn you. Holy yeah, shit. that kind of gets fucked up sometimes. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, All right, so... I think yeah, that's let's, a wrap. Let's wrap this up. Yep. Yeah, I I was honestly kind of worried we'd be able to, like, get a whole episode out of this, and this might be yeah, the longest. Yeah, this was surprising. I did not think this episode was going to go this well, actually, but it did. Yeah. Good, good suggestion, I, I mean, babe. It, it certainly helped that if we tell people, hey, we need questions, they decide that they're going to give us, like, 30 apiece. Yeah, yeah but I so, think it was going well even before the questions. Yeah, We, we got true. a good episode. I mean, you, you okay, learned about so. how much Japan likes putting vibrators next to 3DS chargers. And also that they like alpacas for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, Beeb. Got anything you want to plug? Nah, I don't do anything. <laughs> okay, Matt, you got anything you want to plug? Nope, not this week, and probably not for, like, the next ten. Okay, well, uh, you can find me on Twitter, at MikeLovesRabbit. You can find our podcast on Twitter, at G-Shaped, that is at G-S-H-A-P-E-D, on Twitter. 
Uh, it's how you can answer questions when we call out for them, assuming I actually remember to do that. Um, it's how you can suggest future topics. You can also just send us questions at any old time about any old thing. Uh, you can find our podcast on audioentropy.com, and on there you can find a lot of other really good podcasts, including Teenagers with Attitude, uh, which Matt and I are also on, and we recently, uh, as of this recording, just released our 100th episode. How many, I can't how many fucking believe we managed that. How many episodes Power Rangers are there? Um, Let's not talk about things like that on air, like, please. It's like over 800 at this point. I think they're, oh. I think, I think they're oh. creeping up on 900. You've been at this for oh. two years and you got 100 episodes in. You guys are set for like, oh. like 20 years of Power Rangers. Well, we've, we've known for a while. We realized shortly after we started like what we That we all made a to. terrible mistake. <laughs> Too late to go back on that now. Yeah. I mean, like, it, we're not really beholden to anything. If we decide no, to you're, stop, you're, like, it just stops. You're two stops, years in already. But... If you wanted to stop, you would have done so by now. Well, I mean, it's still it's still fun. So for now, it's still it's still a fun thing to do. Anyway, let's go ahead and get out of here. For going pear shaped, I've been Mike. I've been Matt, and I've been B. Ben, thanks for having me on again. Yep, pleasure as always. Hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, and always remember, diddle yourself constantly. <laughs>